Hello, everybody. Ella J here on behalf of WrestleZone. And today I am joined by the center of attention, a future legend in the wrestling game and your inaugural Dreamwave Women's Champion, Brittany Brooks. How are you today? I'm so good. How are you? I'm fantastic to be chatting with you. Like I said, <laughs> before we got started here today, you have this infectious energy. So I'm really glad to be able to bounce off of that with you today. You know, obviously we're here to talk about a huge event coming up in a couple of weeks for Dreamwave Wrestling. I'm talking about Uprising, which is Dreamwave's <laughs> first ever all women's show taking place on December 8th. Before we get, before we get into that event, I wanted to reel it back a little bit to Follow Your Heart, where you defeated Zeta Steel to become the inaugural Dreamwave Women's Champion. Take us back to that moment. I mean, what emotions were you feeling knowing you had just made history and are now the champion? You were holding the title right here with us today. It literally was so insane. Like, it meant the entire world to me. I was so, so, so happy. Like, there's, like, so many emotions because it was, like, definitely, I was, like, so happy, so just, like, I guess fulfilled because like I've always wanted to win like the to be the first ever champion of any company anywhere yeah. is like so huge and like Dreamwave has just been so incredible to me like from the moment that I reached out to them and wanted to work with them they were just so 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 incredible and everything they've done for me ever since and even before that moment like meant the world like I never expected I got confetti I got we got flowers streamers like that was the craziest like I'm just a girl from Arizona I like before I started traveling I literally started traveling in February like oh and that like since then I was just wrestling like once every couple months in Arizona and now like to be able to go and travel like three hours on a plane to get to Chicago and then drive another hour to the sale like to win a title like that was just insane to me I thought it was really cool too, because I feel like you and Zeta are two young up and coming stars. And it's really awesome to see you two getting an opportunity, a championship opportunity like this. Nonetheless, I feel like it's something we don't see too often, especially for an inaugural title like that. Talk about the dynamic of working against Zeta, who is kind of on that, I feel like parallel plane to you and just the match itself overall. Zeta is like so good and she was telling me she hasn't had like that many matches and I was just like that's wild and like for them to trust us with like main eventing like we were the cover of IWTV for the weekend like that was I had my first match on IWTV at Dreamwave on the show prior like I haven't done a lot of fight and like IW or like all those like streaming stuff like I literally was just wrestling like on non-stream shows like a couple months ago and now like to be the headliner of such an insane show with such insane names like it was just wild and Zeta is so 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 good and like I was just like honored to share the ring with her for such an important match now she was a little rude but like she was able to back it up and like I just the match was just so much fun and it just meant so much to both of us, especially because like the venue was sold out and like yeah. the, we keep hearing that like it got all these views and I'm just like, that's wild. And even like to touch a little bit on Uprising, like the wrestle Masha is crazy. And um, somebody, the promoter was asking like, hey, Jay, by the way, Jay's an incredible, incredible dude. He's the owner of Dreamwave. And um, he was, he was telling Masha like that she was going to wrestle me and he was like 
have you heard of her before? And she was like, yeah, like that matches everywhere, which is like crazy to me because I would have never thought that a match like the little old me was in was watched by all these people and like the reception on Twitter and everything was just crazy. Like you said, you have conquered the real deal, Zeta Steel. But coming uh-huh. up at Uprising, <laughs> you do have a title defense against the Russian Dynamite, Masha Slamovich. Masha's a tough opponent, but I know you were embracing this as you, as you called a big fight feel. Tell us yeah. more about this mindset heading into this title match against this name, like you said, like Masha Slamovich. It's crazy because like Masha, obviously she signed to Impact she's done so much she's a killer like I just saw her Instagram post today like of her all bloody like she's crazy and like I'm just so excited to share the ring with her and I know I have a lot ahead of me but also I know that like this title is mine and I want it for a reason and I'm going to keep retaining it and I'm not I can't I cannot lose the title on the first title defense like that's that would kill me so I'm not going down without a fight like it's 100% the biggest challenge I've ever had but also I said this when I wrestled Zeta, like um, diamonds are made under pressure and the yeah. pressure's on for this match and any match, honestly, that I've had ever since then, I've just thought the pressure's on so much. So like Masha's insane and I'm so ready to just tear down the house with her. Yeah, like you said, it, it's what, as they say, it's one thing to win a championship. It's maybe an even harder task to keep it. You know, that's a, a hefty task ahead of you, but I feel like, Coming off, especially the, your win against Zeta, I feel like you're riding this wave of momentum, as they say. But, you know, as an added layer, I mean, you had WWE Hall of Famer Medusa, Alundra Blaze, unveil the championship before the match. I mean, tell us about that experience of having Medusa's presence during the event and being the one to reveal the title that you later captured. That is wild to me. Cause like, it's funny cause I was just watching uh, a Lendra Blaze match like not too long ago. And then they announced that she was gonna be the one presenting the title to us. And I was just like, how is this real? Like, and then they also had Mickey James like introduce the fact that this match would be for the title or it was at the summer shows that they did. They did like a double shot weekend and yeah. they had Mickey James like introduce us essentially. And then she gave me like a fist bump after the match. Like, just like those two legends, like bringing prestige to this title, like that meant so much to like everybody. And like, it just puts such like a spotlight and a pedestal on this title. And I'm so honored, like, it's crazy. Like I won the title that Medusa was presenting. Like yeah. not a lot of people can say that. No, no. I don't think that there's a lot, you know, I know Medusa was involved with NWA for a while and kind of introducing stuff over there, the women's television championship. But I don't think other than that, she hasn't really, I don't think unveiled a lot of titles throughout her career, but you know, I'm not sure if you even had time, but were you able to correspond with Medusa before or after your match to either pick her brain or receive any feedback? Um, I remember after the match, I was super, super busy. So I didn't really get a chance to. And then before she was kind of like talking to the other girls around the show. So like, unfortunately, I don't think I really got to talk to her much, but I did like right before we hit the curtain, I just said like, thank you so much for everything. Like, it just, it meant a lot to us. But I really, I really regret not getting to like talk to her and pick her brain and getting to like, you know, learn from her because she's just such a legend and has so much knowledge. 
you know, I feel like, again, like you said, to have a, a legend like that be able to introduce the title to you and then also, you know, be in that present making moment. She watched you win that too. That's forever going to be ingrained in, in her head too, you know? I feel like, you know, this show also had kind of another had a more sentimental layer to you. I feel like, you know, it had pink ropes to coincide with breast cancer awareness. This especially meant a lot to you because your mother, when you grew up, you know, had breast cancer and was a, a fighter through that. So if you're comfortable with it, can you kind of talk about this aspect of the show and what that meant to you? Most definitely. Like I remember at the summer shows, um, obviously the match with me winning the like, hasn't happened yet so obviously I didn't know if I would even be a part of this match yeah. but um just I saw the poster and it was all pink and then it was like oh because of Bret Hart and he's like oh yeah but it's also because it's breast cancer awareness month and I was just like oh yeah like that's crazy and I even told him like the story like so when I was about two or three years old my mom got diagnosed with breast cancer and it was like in one but they like she was just so nervous about like it spreading so she got a double mastectomy and just like ever since that happening like we've always like, we've done the breast cancer walks. We've done everything. Like she used to like, literally whenever we watched WWE and like, it would be breast cancer in his time. Like she always like loved how much like respect that they paid. And like, it was just always something so close to me. Like I always bought the merch. Like I think I had a John Cena rise above cancer shirt and like yeah. all, or hat and all that stuff. Like it was always just so special to us. Like, and to be on a show that like, was during that month and win such an insane title for women like it's crazy and it just meant a lot to me and when I showed her like the photos and everything she's like oh my god no way like that's so cool and when she saw my post too and she was like well thank you so much for talking about me and I was like of course like breast cancer is something that's like so so horrible but I feel like the awareness part of it has definitely become a lot better. And I've recently been working with a company called You Are More, and they actually did like this breast cancer fund. And I got to like display that on my profile and like talk about it. So it just meant a lot to me. Yeah, you know, I feel like, you know, winning, you know, wrestling is one thing, but to have a, a personal kind of connection to the moment as well, I feel like, you know, just adds another little bit of a, it's not, it, it's kind of sad in a way, but a little bit of more sweetness to kind of share that moment too with your mother too and all of that. And an incredible woman, she sounds like, you know, and kind of in the, in this spirit of women's wrestling and female empowerment in general, can you talk about, your mom's probably one of them, can you talk about some of the women who have had positive influences on your life personally or professionally or both uh, definitely my mom but also like the Bella Twins were like my idols growing yes. up and it's crazy because I'm doing this show called Big Event NY this weekend yes and they're like one of the headliners of it and I'm like so think like this I mean like when I was little I had an Instagram fan page of the Bella Twins like I would take photos and like with the toy belts and even just like winning a belt like this is like I get to like take a photo with like a robot like that's crazy to me but like the Bellatons super inspired me Becky Lynch really inspired me like uh, so many women and Charlotte Flair too because Charlotte's just insane like that's she's my girly, just so yeah yeah <laughs> She's incredible. You know, that's, I mean, that's a moment. I feel like you're going to need to take an updated photograph with the Bella twins, Brittany. And you can like, it's full circle. It's right there. It just needs to happen. It is. I waited outside. So they opened this like outdoor mall in Arizona called Desert They're Ridge. They're from Arizona too. So mm -hmm. yeah. 
And they opened this mall and put a pop-up shop for Birdie Bee, which is like their company. Yeah. They put it in there and I waited outside in the heat of the summer with my mom, actually. I begged her to take me. We waited outside for like four hours and the signing was over and we were like almost there. And uh, I remember they just came outside and stayed like an extra three hours and greeted everybody in the line. And actually my photo is with them outside. And that was just like, they were always somebody I wanted to meet so bad. And like now to be on the same show as them is like insane to me. And I really do want to get that photo. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, they you're going to be able to tell them too, that, you know, you're yeah. a professional wrestler now to yourself. Do you remember how long ago the, your original photograph was taken at? Um, it was in 2019. And I was just starting to yeah. wrestle because I had my first match in 2020. Yes. So I was just starting to like train and stuff. And I told them how much they like inspired me and stuff. And it was in the summer. I think it was like July or August. So. Well, here you are now a champion. So that's, <laughs> that's incredible. You know, I kind of wanted to talk about more about the uprising card too, as well. It's a stacked Card. I mean, we have you versus Masha, obviously. Maggie Lee versus J Rod. Zeta Steele versus Zaya Brookside. Emmy Sakura versus Lady Frost. Shazza McKenzie versus Miyu Yamashita. Heather Reckless versus Rebecca Scott, and so much more. Besides your own, is there a particular matchup that you're looking forward to on this card? I'm so excited for the West Coast girlies that are going to be out there because, um, like Zamaya, she's making her Dreamwave debut, which I'm yeah. so excited because she's from Arizona too. And like to see her doing so much, trying to break through, like she was just in uh, Mexico, I think, for Crash, which is crazy. She's done Defy. She's done, uh, I think she's doing uh, the, the one that's in all of America, First Wrestling. Like she's yeah. doing, she's doing so good. And I'm just like, Cause I would do FSW in Vegas with her and like yeah. just to see her out in LaSalle is going to be crazy. So I'm really excited for her debut and J-Rod too. Cause J-Rod's another West coast girl who yeah. like, who, who comes to like my Arizona promotion too. So like, I'm really excited for those. And yeah, I think Emmy Sakura, that's crazy. Like was that a Brookside? It's, it's wild. It's wild. Like this, the card is for sure stacked and it's a must watch. Even if you're not in the town, you have to check it out on IWTV. I mean, it's going to be a history-making event for Dreamwave, their first ever all-women's show. But I mean, what a field that we have set in. There's probably matches at the time of recording this that haven't even been announced yet, which is incredible. You know, we named just a whole bunch, but also kind of in, in the name, in the theme of the show, Uprising, the technical definition is an act of resistance or rebellion kind of that spirit what is the most rebellious thing you've done in your life so far Brittany (laughs) I don't know I'm such a rule follower I get so scared but I would definitely say like (laughs) rebellious probably when (laughs) I used to miss like towards the end of this like um like from January to May I was a senior in high school and yes but also like I had reasons so I was missing so much school because of wrestling like yeah I would tell my teachers that I was sick. I would tell my teachers we had some family emergencies, like anything I could. And like the funniest part is like some of my teachers like had my social media. (laughs) So like they could obviously tell that like there was a reason why I wasn't there. But like I, there was a good like two months where I was missing every single Friday because I was traveling to a show or wrestling. And then um, I remember Double or Nothing weekend, I came to Vegas and I missed like the entire week and then had to go back for my graduation. So that was definitely like 
<laughs> a rebellious time because like I kept my grades up though somehow I had all A's in high school and then I had taken college classes at the community college so like one of my classes was starting to drop a little bit but like it was because I missed a test to go to championship wrestling because they film on Tuesdays. So it was such like a random day of the week. I couldn't beg the professor to just let me. So he gave me a zero. That was probably the most rebellious thing I've done. You know, <laughs> you know, wrestling is sacrifice, as they say. And, you know, you're doing this at a, at a young age, you know, props to you and people like, you know, I mean, she's graduated too as well, but people, people like a Billy Starks, you know, wrestling yeah. through high school and also post pandemic. Like I can't even imagine, you know, all of that. You were, you would have been what, like a freshman when COVID? Yeah. Oh my God. So I had my first ever wrestling match in 2020 and it was in yeah. January and there was like plans for me to do more, but it was at my home company, AWF. And after that, like COVID shut everything down. I didn't wrestle until like October or December ish so like and then being home from school like I just went crazy like I got so stir crazy I remember like I literally hated quarantine and I it was so rough but I also know that there's no reason to complain because there is a lot of people that have went through so much worse during that COVID time but yeah it was it was definitely crazy yeah, girl. Well, you got through it now. You're graduated. You can focus. I, I'm curious. I don't know if you only took like community court, college courses while you were still in high school. Are you kind of just solely focused on wrestling in your shoot job or are you still involved with school right now? So I'm not doing school anymore, but when I was in high school from a freshman year, actually, we, the way our college was set up was we were dual enrolled. So we would go to the community college and finish. So we did like the associates. So I have two associates degrees. Um, my plan was to go to GCU, which is a uh, university here in Arizona, yeah. but um, it didn't happen because, like, I couldn't have gotten a bachelor's degree in a year and a half, but then I was like, what do I even want to do? Because, like, I don't want to do anything but wrestle. So now I've been staying home, working, and then just traveling. Like, I literally haven't had that many days at home recently, so it's just, like, trying to get as many shows as possible, as many reps as possible and get my name out there as much as possible because the goal is to get signed and like, that's all I want and that's all I'm working for. And I cannot wait, hopefully to make it to that level of, just level of talent that those yeah. people have that are signed. So like, and I really hope matches, like the matches that I've been having have amplified me enough to like get me to that level sooner rather than later. Cause I know that like, the younger you are, the more in prime you are. So I'm trying to like get so good now that like I bust in, ready to go. Yeah. And I mean, you, like you said, kind of go, coinciding with Uprising, I feel like you are a performer who has been on this incredible rise in the wrestling scene. I, you know, you're a wrestling fan growing up. What were your career aspirations growing up? Was it always wrestling or what did little Brittany envision the older version of herself <laughs> doing when she got older? Um, baby Brittany wanted to be a wrestler since I was like five. Um, but before then I did have like a little thing. My mom still has it on her wall. It's like the little I have a dream um during like Martin Luther King weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, we did that in school every year. And like my first one was like, I have a dream to be a cheerleader, the one that they throw up in the air. <laughs> I didn't know it was called a fly or anything. And when I was a kid, I wanted to do gymnastics and cheerleading. After that, like it was like when I first started wrestling, it was like 2011. So I was like five yeah. or six years old. And like, um, 
like right after that I said that I wanted to do cheerleaders when I found wrestling and then I always wanted to do cheerleading and gymnastics but it was I wanted to do it for wrestling so now I do look back and I'm like well I'm not athletic and I can't jump as high as I could have if I would have done that but definitely from the moment I saw wrestling I was like I want to do this like this is so crazy cool so like just to be I mean I always freak out when I see myself like on flyers or anything and like just seeing all this stuff and doing all this stuff is like so crazy to me because like that little girl is freaking out. <laughs> and and here you are, the center of attention. You have this uplifting energy. <laughs> have you always been an extroverted person? Is that energy and confidence or is that energy and confidence something that you developed as you got older, you feel? So confidence, yes. I feel like I'm still not as confident as where I want to be. Um, Cause obviously like we look at ourselves a certain way like every person I feel like struggles with confidence And there was a time period like right when I tore my ACL like I was really I had like really low self-esteem and like I just really didn't like myself and I feel like recently I've been able to build my confidence a lot more but definitely like my positive energy and aura I was always like the one who wanted to go talk to everybody and like just make friends with everybody like I get genuinely a little upset if someone doesn't like me even if I didn't do anything like I want to be friends and I want to talk to everybody. I want to be cool with everybody. Cause I feel like you never know what somebody is going through. You never want someone to ever feel alone. And that's like one of my biggest like things in life. Like I want to make sure that everyone feels like they matter because they do. So like just always being extroverted and talking to everybody was definitely something that I did. What do you do personally for yourself when you're, you know, feeling, you know, can't have this uplifting energy all the time that I just, I, you know, I, I wish we could, you know, life <laughs> yeah. just goes in waves as they say. Um, what do you do to kind of like, whether for self-care physically or mentally on those lower days to kind of bring yourself back up? Um, I don't know. I think I'm really bad at self-care, but like, I definitely try to like listen to music or go to the gym or something. And then there's some days where I just, don't want to do anything at all but I kind of have to force myself to because I know that like time is valuable and if I don't do something in this moment like I'm going to regret it so even if it's just like getting up and going to work even though I don't want to like I have to so I think just like trying to like find little things like I'll go get food that I want or something to like just get me through the day more so what kind of what is your favorite snacks or, or food when you're Ooh, eating them? I'm not like a big snacker, honestly. Okay. Um, I don't eat a lot of snacks, but I love Chick-fil-A. It's like my favorite. This is a thing that like is going crazy on Twitter. I've had fans give me gift cards recently. I've had fans like Let's or the go. merrier. So if you're watching this, I love Chick-fil-A. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, but yeah, like I do love Chick-fil-A. I love my Starbucks. Like yes, I love a Starbucks, you know especially they have, a, they have the holiday drinks out now, like mm. peppermint mocha. Oh my God. It's so good. Um, yeah. Just like those two things I'm literally an addict to. I also love energy drinks. Like um, I'm an ambassador for Celsius. Um, so that's, I love. You were speaking. I, I have a whole 12 pack variety pack downstairs. Ooh, what flavor? What flavor? Um, I have the kiwi guava is in it. Um, the orange Ooh. is in it. Um, I think it's wild Ooh. berry and then uh, watermelon. Ooh, so good. I'm a bit, I am a big fan of the vibe ones. So like the peach yeah. vibe, Arctic vibe, tropical vibe, cosmic vibe. Have you tried that one? It's not. newer. What it's is, so have good. you tried cosmic vibe? Ooh. Yeah. So as an ambassador, we can order like uh, cases online, like mm. from their website. And so I just always get the peach vibe or the, the cosmic vibe. I think they're only available at Circle K though. I haven't seen them. Describe the stories. cosmic vibe to me. 
it's um I don't know it's like a cherry like it just tastes really good it's like a cherry strawberry type vibe like very pink and very but even though it's red the coloring is red so <laughs> but uh, it, it tastes a, good it tastes good do you have a link that we can like go to to like oh possibly I don't know how, uh, I don't no. know I don't know how those deals work to be honest so I, was how, I wish it did mm. every place is different I don't have like a commit like I don't think you could buy Celsius on the website I think it just sends you to places you can but I know they are available on okay. Amazon and at stores there's been multiple times where like I've bought my own Celsius Celsius so that like I ran out but there's no there's like no link or anything for me <laughs> unfortunately I would love that but I was gonna say I would I would have got I would have gone through your support. <laughs> I oh, lo- you're speaking you. my language. I I, I literally <laughs> I had two Celsius today to get myself through the day. So like I I get you, you know. <laughs> but you know, kind of to get back on track, you know, we were talking about like kind of your identity through all of this is you know the center of attention. A crucial part of wrestling is further crafting your character, your identity, your your presentation in the ring. Talk about the process of developing yourself in that aspect and who Brittany is as a character. I think that's something that I really still struggle with because at the core of my being, I feel like I don't really know who I am yet, and I feel like it's a very much like a learning process through failure and success, like. I still have so much to learn and just life experiences in general, like something as simple as like, like I still live at home, but something as simple as like moving out and living on my own, like that would be a crazy like life change for me. And that would give me more experience and more well-roundedness, I think, in every, I guess, experience you have. So like, I feel like that's definitely something that I'm still struggling with, but like the whole like center of attention thing actually came because of the song that Britney Spears sings, Give Me More, which is my entrance song she says the center of attention in it. And one day I was just driving, I was on one of my long drives and I was talking to my coach and I was like, bro, you know what I was thinking? I was like, this song, like she says the center of attention. What if I just started calling myself that? Cause I was calling myself a megastar. And then obviously you have the social media megastar Logan Paul, and then you have the megastar LA Knight. So like, I couldn't yeah. do that anymore. <laughs> Cause I was like, I don't want it to seem like I'm copying. So I, there was like a time where I didn't really have anything and then obviously I have a deal with Future Legends. So like, it's been really nice to like be able to use that. And we had our collab shirt. And I just, I think Future Legend is just such a cool phrase. Cause it's like, of the young people, like I hope to be a legend one day. So like, that's something. And then also sometimes I call myself Pink Perfection too. And that came from one of the students, the, the wrestlers at our school. He was like, what if you just start calling yourself Pink Perfection? And I was like, the center of attention and pink perfection that kind of sounds cool so I'll like interchange them but like definitely coming up with new names and like new character aspects new gear new shirt designs like that's literally one of my favorite things about wrestling like I'm such like I love the aesthetics of wrestling so like the shirts and the merchandise like I'm so big on merchandise like I always tell everyone like you gotta get merchandise even if it's like eight by ten people will buy it and like because they want to support and they want to help you out Let's talk about that because you perfectly transition into this, into the rain gear department and merch. Obviously, you've got some Barbie influence in there. But what would you say are your kind of general sources of inspo when it comes to crafting and envisioning your ring gear design? What does that, I know you have a great gear maker. What does that (laughs) process look like for you? I do. I, the, my gear designer is amazing. La Lucha Lady, like 
I will literally just be like, hey, can you make this gear with pink and blue? Can you make a gear with pink and yellow? And she will come up with it because I'm like, okay, I want the crisscross on the back because I like my sports bras that have that crisscross on the back. And like, um, I literally give her free reign, but I did recently work with somebody and they did a concept for me. So I just sent that over to her for hopefully uh, a little bit of a hint is that it's going to be strawberry shortcake inspired. Mm. Um, I just love pink and I want to make a ton of different gears with pink in them because I feel like it's kind of part of the Brittany Brooks identity. Yeah. But pulling inspiration from Barbie, Mean Girls. Uh, I do have a shirt design coming out soon that's inspired by Legally Blonde. Um, just like, I don't know, I feel like positive, upbeat, like yeah. fun <laughs> merch designs. And then I had one that I was like, okay, like I want the Barbie logo, but can you do shit? And it was with somebody I got to work with on Twitter and they created this like super cute design and like the stickers turned out so awesome. And I got them like metallic-y. So they just look so cool, but yeah. Two more questions for you, by the way, you know, kind of along that same line within the wrestling sphere, who do you think has the best ring gear game or aesthetic today? Ooh. I love Mariah May. I like okay, I before I even <laughs> finish the question, I you know, Mariah May also called herself a megastar and she's also very big. I, I had a feeling. Go on, but yes, I agree. I was like, there's so much that I love about her. I don't want to copy her too much because she's just like I love her energy and like the way she dresses is so cute. And like Tiffany Stratton too, but I'm like, these girls are like so gorgeous and I don't want to copy their look because I want to be myself. So like I'm definitely inspired by them and I love I think they rule the rule the gear game right there. Um I don't know. I feel like everybody has gear. Like that's one thing that I notice about like wrestlers is like everybody has gear that like works with them. And I think yeah. that that's like what's so cool cuz it like there's so many different personalities and then when you find like what fits you like when I first started wrestling I was wearing a crop like I won the AWF women's championship in my ninth match ever in a pink crop top that I got from H&M and some biker shorts that I got from uh big five sports or something like and that like I always wanted gear I always wanted gear eventually I got some made and then I was like oh, I don't really feel like this fits my vibe anymore so then I transitioned over to working with Alicia Lady and every ever since like I've just been so happy with it and just I feel like there's definitely like from that first gear that I had like that's like I want to look like a wrestler and that's like like gear is literally one of the most important things I think to like make you look like a wrestler so I'm so glad that now I get to work with her and like actually look like a wrestler rather than just like a little girl in a crop top from each net. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's a really underrated element of the, you know, everybody's, I feel like everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people who start out, you know, gear is kind of the last thing on your mind. I feel like you're probably focusing more on your in-ring stuff and developing yourself as a character kind of first and foremost. But once you get into that, it's really kind of ties things together, you know, and, and, and it, it embodies you obviously bright colors. When I think of bright colors, you're one of the first people I think of specifically pink. So, you know, I feel like you're doing a great job at that ring your game strong so kudos to that you know to kind of wrap things up here it is tis the season of thanks we are on the verge of thanksgiving tell us three things that you are grateful for in your life right now oh i'm definitely i think the most important thing that i'm grateful for is just like everybody that has helped me because like i can 
send something to somebody and be like, hey, what do you think about this? And it's just like the amount of like help and support that I've gotten from multiple people, like my coaches and just everybody around me so willing to help and so willing to just like, hey, this works or you should try this or like, this is an idea. Um, but yeah, like I love being able to just like film something and send it to somebody that I care about and like see their perspective on it and like what they think of it. So that's definitely the most important thing that I'm grateful for. I'm definitely grateful for like everybody who believes in me. Cause like I said, like there was a time where like, I was really down on myself and I was like, I'm the worst wrestler ever. Like, I can't do this. Like I shouldn't be wrestling. Like I don't belong here. And then like, once I started coming back, I started building more confidence in myself, but I obviously still have those days where I'm just like, that was a bad match and I shouldn't be wrestling. And then it's like trying to like, having those people there to like say, Hey, we believe in you. And even like fans too, like 100% the fans, like them believing in me and them supporting me. Like I literally just put out a tweet that like, I might not be able to do WrestleCade because I was hey, advertising 600 and some. Yeah. Yeah. And there's been multiple people who have literally like, Hey, can I send you money? Like, I would love to help you. And I'm just like, no way. Like <laughs> that's so sweet. And like, Fans are just so giving, so generous, and, like, they mean the world to me. Um, And then probably the third thing would just be I'm grateful for wrestling because wrestling has been a constant in my life. Like, I would not be able to do this. Nobody would know who I am. Not that anyone really does, but, like, nobody would know who I am. Nobody would care. Like, wrestling is just so important to me, and it has been so. I was that little five-year-old girl, like, with my John Cena headbands on and everything, like, I'm just so grateful that I found this and I found my purpose in life because I have like my friends from high school, like they're still trying to figure out what their purpose in life is. And I'm just like, dude, I've known since I was five years old. And that's like, sometimes they're like, oh my God, you're crazy for not wanting to go to college. But I'm like, I feel like going to college is kind of like finding your purpose. And I mean, that, that was literally the moniker of GCU, which is the school that I was supposed to go to. And I'm like, I already have my purpose. And it like, a purpose is different for everybody. And I feel like this is the thing that I was born to do. So I'm going to consistently go out and try to put my best effort forward and just make the most of it and make it. Like that's that's all I want. You're also saving your money on a lot of loans as a college <laughs> yeah. graduate. I don't blame you there, Brittany. But that's the loans are support. horrible. Yeah, I know, girl, I know. But before we <laughs> let you go, can you please share where the listeners can find you online and support you? Definitely. So I'm probably most active on Instagram at the Brittany Brooks. My Twitter is Brittany Brooks. I have Facebook Brittany Brooks. I have a YouTube channel that I was vlogging on, but I have been really slacking on it. Um, it's like Brittany Brooks 04. Um, other than that, you can check out, I have one shirt design on pro wrestling keys. I need to fix that, <laughs> but I can also like take shirt and eight by 10 and trading card orders through DM. If you wanted to yes. buy any of my merch to support me, um, but yeah, I'd say Instagram and Twitter are probably the best ways. <laughs> Your eight by tens are really cute, by the way. Like, Thank you so much. All of that, girl. DM DM her if you want to support <laughs> her. She's got some really cool stuff going on, and of course, you have a really cool title defense coming up at Dream Wave Wrestling's Uprising event, their first ever all women's pay per view. Brittany will be defending her title against the Russian Dynamite Masha Slamovich on December eighth. <laughs> Brittany, thank you so much for chatting with me here today. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you so much.